thanks for joining us again. We've decided to finally cover off on the second part of the It mini series. Jared, Maddie, how are we this evening? Good, mate. How excited. You? You're excited, Maddie. <laughs> I'm not going to say excitement was the word I would use, <laughs> but we do need to cover off on this. We have covered up on Chapter 2, so we're just cleaning up a few things, and we're actually going to compare the two. It's an essential either way. Yeah. All right, before we get to that, just some quick around the grounds. What have we been watching in the last week? Jared? Uh, yeah, not a hell of a lot. I continued on with what we do in the shadows. Loving it, of course. I watched The Old Guard on Netflix. Yeah. Which I found to be quite good. I quite enjoyed it. And a lot of sort of impressive action scenes. Decent little concept for a, for a movie. And um, yeah, I thought they did a pretty good, pretty good job with that. I finally watched Gemini Man. Ooh. Again, thanks to Amazon picking up the real big ticket items there. And how did it go down? Look, it's just pretty dull. I think the idea is sound, not necessarily something we haven't seen before in other sort of iterations like Looper, but I liked liked the idea enough that it could have sustained a, a decent little action flick, but it just wasn't quite there. I mean, the cast was solid, but yeah, it was just, just very dull. And I think the effects stood up. Um, the effects of like the de-aging and, and whatnot, they, they stood up pretty well. But, yeah, just not, not well, super exciting. Well, let me exciting. ask you this, Jared. Just as a having seen now both Looper and Gemini Man and saying they're obviously similar in concept, the, obviously Gemini Man used the de-aging stuff. Yep. And Looper went in a different direction. Which one works better for you? Oh, I think Looper's the easy answer because it's a better movie, but it's hard to kind of separate that from how it looked. I felt like the the young Will Smith stuff worked really well in certain sequences. I mean, there was a couple of points where it showed up and it was seamless. Other yeah. times you could you could see it and it stood out a little bit. But I think, obviously, Looper turned out the, the better of the two, and so it's kind of hard to separate that from which worked better in the aspect of the young and the old. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, the, the thing's been kicking around since the 90s, right, the, the the script, the Gemini Man one. Is that right? It was about the 90s, yeah. wasn't it? I mean, if it Something hadn't come like out that. there, you and I would have thought it was the greatest fucking movie we'd ever seen in our lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but it just, it, yeah, obviously the effects weren't weren't there at that particular time. Do we think the script hadn't been polished since the 90s as well? <laughs> oh, I don't know what was happening there. I, I, I can't really say, to be honest. But it just, yeah, it, it seemed like it had sat in somebody's drawer and they just tacked on a couple of <laughs> couple of bits and pieces here and there. Mm. So, yeah, not, not fantastic. What else? I checked out uh, Don't Let Go. Oh, yeah. Another time travel. Yeah. Style film, right? Yeah. You know, hints of frequency. It didn't quite didn't quite do the job. Um it was entertaining enough. I had I had some some fun with it. But it just doesn't doesn't end anywhere other than, you know, solid idea, kind of middling use of use of that idea, and then you finish up and you think, yeah, I probably won't go back to that in future. So a little bit of a shame, but you know, I'm 
I was okay with it. I think it's fair to say we're sort of finding the lower tier of Blumhouse. Yeah, and I mean it fits it fits right into Blumhouse. They're not making a movie that doesn't have an idea that, that, that doesn't interest me. They're making a movie where I looked at it and I said immediately, oh, yeah, I want to check it out. But they don't always hit the mark, which is, you know, understandable. There's there's a lot of movies being made that don't hit the mark, mm-hmm. um, and I'm happy for them to continue running with that model, and I'll continue to support them. So. Sure. Yeah. Other than that, I've been watching a lot of The Wire. Just about, I think I'm end of season two, so I'm, uh, yeah, smashing through that. Absolutely loving it again. Four hours worth the other night? Yeah, four hours. <laughs> yep. Four hours worth? Four Bloody hours in one sitting. I chucked, I, chucked, I chucked it on and thought, oh, yeah, I'll just uh, I'll fall asleep to this, and I sat there for four hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Late night. Yep. Okay, Maddie, what do you have on? Um, on I've got a little bit. I saw... I saw a doco, that doco on the triplets on Netflix. Is oh, it? Yeah. Which the is, ones, the guys oh, yeah. were separated. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. separated and then it just turns into a big conspiracy. It's, um, it was, that was sizzling in um, words of Jared. <laughs> <laughs> really great watch. So being a twin as well, as watching it, I was just like, man, this is insane what happened and what some people thought was all right to do. In the name of science, it's like some real Nazi Germany stuff. Like it's, it's really interesting yeah. to watch. Yeah, mm. and I, I hadn't read anything about them or knew anything about them, so I went in cold. My wife knew, knew sort of had, had read bits and pieces and sort of knew what was coming up next. And uh, yeah, I got some shocks about that story, but really, really good, really entertaining. Mm. I wish Constantine get ah, a bit of Keanu yeah. in. And then I'm, I didn't mind that. Yeah, I didn't mind it either. Like it's got some good action in it. I'm, I don't mind anything that's uh, got a little bit of that uh, religious connotation in it to to give you've got an instant backdrop of uh, context there. So I like that. And um, Keanu's definitely playing the down on his luck guy. Like he's <laughs> he's good good fun to watch. I'm halfway through Knock Knock as well. Just did, I did a Keanu double. Oh, dear. which is. Uh, which is yeah, it's a bit pitiful. <laughs> it's, not, it's not top shelf stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've got I've got through the uh, the porn star <laughs> porn movie section of the movie, and it's the action's ramping up. It's going to turn into Wolf Creek in a minute. So, uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> does it? Uh, no. I've watched I watched an episode of South Park, which I hadn't done in probably fifteen. 20 years or something. Yeah, I'm um, about that, I think. They did a they did a, a 15 minute bit on leaving the toilet seat up. I was <laughs> impressed with their commitment to that. But um but I have definitely I think moved past a bit of that that humor that they're pushing now. Uh, a lot of that parody stuff, but um yeah, it was, it was a bit nostalgic. Mm. I saw Old Guard as well. Okay. Yeah, I didn't mind it. I I was like if I was an immortal and I'd been around for that long, I'd probably be Sitting on a couch somewhere. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be, yeah, I'd be in a militia, but <laughs> I don't know, I'd, I'd probably be um, be more like Bill Murray in Groundhog Day, trying to perfect yeah. some skills yep. and that rather than than uh, yeah. Anyway, but that was it was good good watch. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't bad at all. It was nice to see people making independent decisions and. Uh, in the, the good fight scenes in that one. You were I impressed liked. with Charlize's axe work too, weren't you? Yeah, loved yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> when she picks up the fire axe, you're just like, oh, something's going to happen here. Yeah. That yeah. was good. She got mad. I saw, I watched um, Roddy Cheng and Joe Rogan stand up. Mm. Very different styles, oh, yeah. but um, yeah. 
I watched Ronnie. I watched the Ronnie Chang one on Netflix. He is polished. Yeah, he is great. He's a really, really funny guy. Yeah, I'd recommend that for anyone. I watched uh, Colossal as well, which is, is that uh, the one with Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway and uh, and Jason Sudeikis. Oh yeah, that was really good. It was uh, it was very different. Like it's sort of they're controlling a Godzilla like character, and it's uh, a whole allegory for domestic violence in a in a relationship. So it's. Uh, it's, it was a good watch. It was, I didn't know anything about it when I stepped into it and uh, actually really enjoyed it. Mm. So it was pretty good. And uh, I've been watching uh, Keeping Up to Date with Bachelorette as well. Oh, um, good. well you would have loved it. You would have loved it. They did a uh, date. They I did, can guarantee nah, you. Wait up. They did a date. They did a date where uh, uh, Jalen, Jalen uh, what's his face, from Boston was there. <laughs> He was asking the girl about her relationship with the dude, oh <laughs> and then giving her advice on on love and <laughs> and uh, and what it is to make be a man. I, I thought it was pretty funny, oh. but that is the same old trash. But was it at the American Bachelor? Yeah, the Bachelorette. Yeah, it's the. Oh, okay. Which is yeah, less entertaining when it's the dudes fighting each other. They're, they're <laughs> morons, a lot of them. It's yeah. pretty funny. <laughs> I still don't. I, I don't quite get how you could have 15 blokes all trying to date the same girl and, and everyone's generally pretty cool with it. It's, uh, it's yeah. She's like straddling one dude and they're like, respect her, give her a space. It's a, you're just like... <laughs> It's not a normal way to go about these things, but no, uh, maybe no, it is in America. So. I don't know. Yeah, not, yeah. Tinder on ice. Not sure. <laughs> That's me. That wraps me up. That's um, everything. I had one more too, Adam, that I forgot that I'm sure you'll be uh, interested in. I finally saw what The Hunt. It? Oh, The Hunt. Yes. So Blumhouse How again. How did that go? I actually liked it. I quite liked yeah. it. It was interesting enough and, the, you know, the, the parodies are, are pretty obvious and... But I I quite liked it. Oh, that's good. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's it's not a it's not a sort of five out of five effort, but it's definitely worth it worth a watch. All right, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that one out because I've 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 seen yeah you know, I've seen that one had come out on PSN and I was sort of hovering around it. Mm. Um, so I'll I'll probably give that a go. Yeah, do it. My stuff was pretty low key. Let me guess, some Gee, horrific yeah. documentary. <laughs> No, no, no documentaries. Due to our, with our news coming up in the next section, um, I dusted off the Halloween box set of Blu-rays. Yep. Uh, watched Halloween, the original, from 78, Halloween 2 from 81, and then watched all the extras, deleted scenes and, you know, things of that nature, including the documentary about Jamie Lee Curtis and mm-hmm. the... Uh, when she goes to the convention for the first time. Yep. Which was really interesting. I also watched Halloween 2018. Mm-hmm. So I basically did Halloween 1 and then 2018 to sort of the get new, that timeline. The new timeline. Yeah. Basically to get that out of the way. You know what? A lot of people hanging shit on 2018's Halloween. I have I just got no idea what they what the problem is. Oh, I know, it's, me, especially where we've come from. Like, fuck, what do you want? Yeah. <laughs> to me, yes, it was a bit of a, um, it was a bit of a sort of a grab bag of the favourites, but it was done well. It had the little thing of reuniting Michael and Laurie, 
And really, it's just, it, to me, it's kind of like a gateway to a set of sequels. My yeah. my hope is that Halloween Kills and Halloween Ends go in other directions, you know, and, and, and take it, become more standalone yeah, or on their own. And, and I think that's what they probably always envisioned. And I think they did it real well. Yeah, Maybe I'm than, fucking too easily impressed with a Halloween film that doesn't that makes sense. It doesn't involve fucking druids or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Or a Maybe. copious amount of fog and um, yeah. you know comedic, Maybe I'm just happy with that shit. Comedic policemen and things like that. Like if you, Exactly. If you can't be happy with what we got in 2018 then uh, I don't know what you what you want really. Yeah, I, I don't think you'll ever be happy. Yeah. I think that there's a feeling from some cor- some corners that they they still love that older period of Halloween when you know the eighties Halloweens, and mm. I can understand that. Yeah, you know I love some of that shit. But this was, I mean, but, this was it was certainly paying enough respects to it that you can still enjoy it and still love those eighties ones, right? Without having to sort of agreed, agreed. I mean, nothing, nothing that says <laughs> we to need me, a lower budget. Yeah, we need a lower budget, <laughs> worse actors. We need a $2 million budget. <laughs> Nothing says a to me. A shorty script. <laughs> yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I thought 2018 was good, but it doesn't mean I don't still like Halloween 4. Yeah, exactly. Which a lot of people think sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. You know? yeah. So, to which I, mean, I, I just say, don't fuck like- off, Wade. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I guess I don't. I sort of don't quite understand the hatred from some corners, mm. but you know, each to their own. And I still slap my forehead when I see the Doctor Sartain stuff. <laughs> I just yeah. think, what yeah. the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> yeah, but like, then really, but then you think to yourself, I'll cop that in favour of like you know, I mean, as opposed to doing something like handing it back to to Rob Zombie or or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. So you gotta you gotta t- have some perspective on this stuff. I, I think. <laughs> exactly. Now, Jared, I got back onto Scrubs. Mm, good. Now, I really like this show. I really like this show a lot. Yep. But watching it a second time, you really notice what a prick JD is. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's a real prick. Like. like the way he treats Elliot is fucking horrible. Yeah. Like, as you watch the show go on, he's a fucking asshole. But the show is kind of picked up by its other characters. Mm. I think that's what the great thing about it is, that it, it, it's it's not really, like, he's not the main source of amusement. Yeah, it's pretty well You get well a lot of amusement it. out of Dr. Mm. Cox. You get heaps yeah. out of Turk, you know. Plenty out of Kelso. Those side characters. Dr. Kelso, Todd, the Todd gets me laughing all the time. <laughs> and not only that, but it runs deep. I mean, you've got the likes of Hooch and Teddy Buckland and guys like that that just <laughs> pop up for, you know, a couple of seconds and get you cracking up. Mm. Exactly. And then you get and that's, cameos that's from what? Colin Hay. Oh, yeah. Of yes. Course. My favourite episode. I mean, I think that's episode. why the show still resonates for me, mm. is those secondary characters... And some of the frontliners like Dr. Cox and all that. But those secondary characters are just, they keep me coming back to it. And mm-hmm. I always get laughs. But, yeah, JD just doesn't come off as, as well on second viewing. Hmm. Interesting. And the last 
the last thing for me was actually a book, Jared. I, I picked up, a, I went looking for a bit of slasher sort of literature. Can you and call it that? I up, <laughs> if you can call it that, yeah, if you can call it that. I picked up one called lit, Someone eh? in Your House. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Sorry? I, I was just uh, I, I said a little bit of slash lit. Oh, yeah, but uh, just, yeah, slash yeah, just, lit. just continue on. It wasn't too bad. It was pretty well written, and it had some really creepy moments uh, and a couple of cool things that I really liked about whenever there was a murder, you know, the killer would do sort of like toy with the person by opening, like, cupboards and shit. So the person would walk out and then come back in and the cupboard would be open and they'd be like, you know, did I leave that open? Did I, you know, like... There'd be a bit of that, which I thought was kind of creepy. But I think at the at the heart of it, right at the, you know, getting down to it, it was difficult to like the characters because they were very thin, which is slasher movie 101, you know. But overall, it was a decentish read. Yep. I'm not going to jump out of my skin about it. Okay. Interesting. But that was me. Very short. Hmm. Now, just a quick bit of news before we get into it. Scream Factory have released a 16-disc Friday the 13th box set. All over it, like a rash (laughs) (laughs) on this podcast. Yes. Maddie, you haven't seen all the films, but you may as well spend (laughs) big money to (laughs) watch them all. 16 discs, mate. Sweet Maria. Yep. You could not get any deeper than this. I mean, it's got everything. Unless you listen to the Damn Enchiladas series on this podcast. Other than that, I mean, if you want to know bits and pieces about Harold taking a shit. Yeah. I mean, if they don't have a doco. If they don't have a doco on who and who doesn't wipe their ass in this series, then it's not not as deep as Damn Enchiladas. But they do what they can, you know. Yeah, they're not. They're not as um, they're not as fucking full on to the cause if they're not talking about someone's bowel movements in the series. <laughs> but it also, uh, I didn't, uh, I didn't pick this up first when I first looked at it. I immediately dropped my cash, and then I looked what was featured on it. <laughs> <laughs> you immediately dropped one hundred and fifty bucks. It includes <laughs> it, looking at it. It includes uh, Freddy vs Jason as well. Yes, mm. yes, I did notice that. So, yeah, it really does have everything covered. Look, Maddie, your, your wife's not even going to ask, what the fuck is $150? <laughs> What's this $150 you spent? $150? You've got to bump it up a She's little not bit. Even double it. <laughs> double it with the US exchange rates. Yeah, we, just, so we just dropped uh, 25 grand on plumbing. I can slip that into the <laughs> bill. Yeah, we'll let it fit. Slip it on the end of that. Yeah. You bought, you, you bought some plumbing and then you bought the turds to go along with it. <laughs> no, What's the uh, Scream Factory? Where'd you get this from? Yeah, oh, that's the plumbers. Yeah. <laughs> that's the name of the plumber. It's from the Grunt, the grunt Brothers. Yeah. yeah, the Scream Factory. That's what I'd call my plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did you have any other news? Weren't you clowns talking about a Highlander remake? Yeah, Maddie's keen on that. We just had a look to see if there was any updates. Seems to be still chugging along. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> waiting to hear if they're going to reuse all the Queen songs. Yeah, yeah. You know? They have to, surely. <laughs> I don't know how you can. <laughs> I won't be satisfied. There's yeah. no way I'll be satisfied. If, if I don't hear It's a Kind of Magic, I'm out. I need so. Unless they get Stan Bush to do the, the soundtrack, <laughs> I won't be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so, it, so the Highlander remake has been 
talked about for a number of years, though, I believe. Yeah, it has been, but it was only, what, it was only towards the end of the last year that they attached Chad Staholsky, Staholsky? Staholsky, whichever one it is. Both of them, I believe, I believe attached they attached Chad. I used to drink those in year 12. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it at that. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I think he he had some words a, a month ago to the effect that it's yeah, it's still it's still there, it's still going. He's uh, he'll he'll yeah. knock off uh, John Wick four and then he's coming back for this. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that they'll yes. maybe we'll find maybe that they'll... John Wick four is the Highlander remake and we find Ooh. out that he's immortal. That would be great. <laughs> Well, that would make sense. (laughs) Did he knock off Boban's head? That could be the first (laughs) scene. Yeah, that was was his first first kill in pursuit of the quickening, I think. (laughs) Just, do you think they'll iron out the plot holes? (laughs) No, fuck, we don't have time for that. (laughs) What plot holes? Yeah, that's right. It's amazing. What plot holes? Fuck. (laughs) I think the whole script was a plot <laughs> I'm going back to review my score. It's a four and a half. <laughs> well, you gave it three and a half. I can tell you. When you doubt, three and a half. Yeah. So I gave it 3.75. I'm rounding up. <laughs> Fair call. All right. Well, look, let's, uh, let's uh, take a quick break. Here's the trailer for It Part 2. from 1990. It's directed by uh, Tommy Lee Wallace, who I believe, Matty, um, directed one of your favourite shit sandwiches, Halloween 3. Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. It's produced by Mark Bacino, who produced Hip Hop Kids. It's a beautiful thing. (laughs) (laughs) Alan S. Epstein, producer of Future Cop, and Jim Green, or Jim Green, who produced Growing Pains, Return of the Seavers, and Matthew O'Connor, who produced Snowpiercer. Mm. Now, it's written by Tommy Lee Wallace and Lawrence D. Cohen. Now, Lawrence D. Cohen wrote the Tommy Knockers miniseries, and it's, of course, based on the novel by Stephen King. It stars Harry Anderson as Richie Tozer, Dennis Christopher as Eddie Kasprak, Richard Mazar as Stanley Uris, Annette O'Toole as Beverly Marsh, Tim Reed as Mike Hanlon, John Ritter as Ben Hanscom, 
Richard Thomas as Bill Densborough and Tim Curry as Pennywise. I believe the budget for the entire miniseries was $15 million. And the viewing figures, I think, was somewhere in the 20 to 25 million people watched the miniseries. So it did real well, put mm. it that way. DVD uh, rewatches. A little bit of trivia. Tim Curry was... Endless. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Tim Curry was reluctant to take the role of Pennywise because he didn't want to be buried under all the makeup. He'd just done Legend, where he sort of played uh, a character who was also heavily made up. Uh, so basically, Tommy Lee Wallace minimised the amount of makeup on Curry, and so it didn't sort of get in the way of his performance. Mm. And I think he was he was also. On set less, like yeah, they didn't have to have him for so many days. I'd imagine it was uh, pretty difficult to get focused with Ridley too under all that makeup. Yeah, true. it sounds it sounds like he was a bit of a jerk on the set because apparently when he was in the teeth, he'd just be like standing around having a smoke, and then he'd just flash the teeth at the kids to scare them yeah. off because he didn't want them to get close to him. Yeah, well, he, he was taking the um, he was taking the method acted re- acting route. Um, you know, okay, don't hey, talk to me. Just, uh, mm. just an excuse to carry on like an asshole and not be called out on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, he fuck. He hadn't cobbled any shoes or anything <laughs> like that. He hadn't sewed his own yeah. costumes. He hadn't stopped <laughs> any houses lately. But <laughs> <laughs> right, Daniel Day would have actually become a fucking mythical creature. <laughs> Yeah, he would have somehow developed his own fucking set of deadlights and started uh, haunting. <laughs> Found the Hellraiser drains. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's 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 dive into part two of the mini series now. Maddie, give us your thoughts on this. Now, you weren't—I I don't believe you're involved in our previous episodes on part one. Is that not correct? No, I was there for part one. I haven't. Okay, you were there for part one. So we yeah, know yeah. your thoughts on part one. Part one, I love. So he- part two is a massive you- drop-off. So I think it, it's, I don't know if it's the adults or what it is, but it just, it, it's, it drags a fair bit. I, I think Tim Curry's interaction with the, the adult actors is a little less genuine. I don't know, maybe it's, uh, I don't know what it is, but I, I didn't enjoy it as much as uh, the first half of the, of the miniseries. Or of, of part two of the actual movie, yeah, I don't, I don't know. What did wasn't anywhere near as scary as it as probably I remembered it, and the the plot dragged a bit. So probably a two for the second half. Okay, Jared, your thoughts, mate? Yeah, I go, I give it a two and a half. Yeah, Maddie's right. I think it's. It it just starts to drag. I found a couple of the performances of the adults not so great either. It's just a, it's just much harder to connect with him. And I, I mentioned this about part one as well. We have this connection to it because we were watching it in the nineties, but then the new movies actually you know take the setting to the nineties. So I find more common ground. Obviously, there's you know there's common things that you, you find and connect with all of the all of the characters throughout. But seeing it in a time period that you actually experienced is a little bit easier and makes it sort of hit home a little bit more. So, you know, with a few years in between, I, I, that's that's something that's hasn't aged well for me about the 1990 
Seth. But yeah, it's just it just doesn't quite stand up in in a couple of aspects. I think uh, the the effect to really kill any chance of a good ending. <laughs> it's just really hard to take take anything out of that ending when it when it just looks so bad. Yeah. Really. So yeah, two and a half was where I finished up. Fair enough. Now look, friend of the show, Luke. Gave us his thoughts. I, I threw it out to him to give us his thoughts on both this part and part the chapter chapter two film. He gave it two out of five. He says it has some great moments and it scared him as a kid, but it's pretty dated. the The fact that it's a TV movie and the censorship around that probably creates some problems, hmm. and the effects have aged pretty badly. He does. He does say, "Look, there's a bit of nostalgia for it for him." Yeah, absolutely. And big mm. fan of Tim Curry. Yep. And look, I'm kind of in the same realm. I went two and a half. I kind of split the difference because, for me, I actually think it opens reasonably well. Some of the early scenes between where they're coming back into town and Pennywise is kind of in, they're seeing Pennywise for the first time since they were kids. There's a little bit of subtlety to it and a little bit of low-key sort of creepiness and menace to it. Yeah. But it just, the, the longer it goes on, the more the problems and the warts start to come to the fore. I think for the most part the actors are okay, but there's a cheapness to it. Yeah. Which I hate to say because it's a TV, it was a mini series on television, so you mm. weren't working with $100 million, were you? Yeah, yeah. So, but I just felt that things dragged through that mid portion, and then the yeah. ending, the finale. I mean, they spend they spend a long time establishing that they've got the bond, and they all need to be part of this bond, and they're stronger together. And it just takes forever in the middle section there to figure exactly. that bit out. And I think that hurts this part overall, and the scope of the book is too big for what they had. And they're trying, they're, they're, they're reaching for to get there, but they're just not able to because they're limited by what they can do. Mm. And overall, it kind of ends up hurting that, the way it ends especially. You know, it's really, really hurt by that. Tim Curry... I've, I'm I'm still I'm still a, a fan of Tim Curry's performance. Only slightly over Skarsgård, but I just prefer Curry. There's something about him that I really, yeah. really like. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah look, be good two to and a half. A I think it's, talk it's about a that de- later on. Yeah, it's a decent it's a decent TV film, but it's kind of yeah, that's not not much more than that. I think in general, and I haven't read the book. I've kind of I've read a lot about the book but I haven't read the book. <laughs> so I I just feel like from the sense that I get and the sort of consensus that I've seen in from some other places as well is that even the book drops off from the start to the back end. So and, it does. and I think you know it, that's just common throughout each iteration of it. So it's sort of I don't know, no one's really nailed that yet. Yeah. 
He was doing a lot of yeah. cocaine around the end of this book, right? Yeah, yeah I think he was doing plenty of rituals of chewed <laughs> on his own time. <laughs> Mate, he was chipping away, Jared. Chipping away. I would have loved if they'd, they'd changed <laughs> that, that whole ending. They could have done something much better at the end there. Yeah. I mean, that's the, you know, that's the freedom you get. We look at something like The Mist and, and the, the, the ending that they put together for the movie version of The Mist essentially yeah. just finished that off to, to exactly what we, we, we couldn't really hope for better. Mm. Even Stephen yeah, King said that. The- you know, Stephen King described that as the ending he, should, he, he wished he would have wrote. You know, and, and It took the premise and the, the stuff that King had done and took it somewhere else, but it was in a good place. Yeah. A little bit like, um, I'll throw another one at you for King because we're slightly off tangent here, but Misery. Yep. I think the Misery movie did that story better than what King had done it. Um, in a sense of the book is is good and there are, obviously the movie takes a lot of the book's narrative and everything, but just some of the things in the movie I think work better. Yeah. Let's jump into the likes here. Look, we, we're all pretty standard that Tim Curry is excellent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's a given. And it's the most memorable part of this this miniseries. Absolutely. I think we can agree on all that. Yep. Yep. For sure. I thought the rest of the cast was okay. Yeah, for the most what part. They were sort of. I thought so. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I like John Ritter. I personally Ritter. would have liked to see John Ritter as Bill Densborough. Well, yeah, I think looking at it, I think he was probably one of the stronger performers in there, and Bill yeah. really isn't. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you know, uh, Luke's sticky. on your page on that one. Yeah, <laughs> he's not sticky a fan. To Luke's a smart man. Let me tell you that much. Sticking to yeah, sticking yeah. to the 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 you know the the good performances in there. I I really liked John Ritter. I liked Tim Reed. Mm. I thought you know his yep. his portrayal of Mike was was pretty yeah. solid. He was gentle. He did the whole yeah. Um, it was good good to get everyone back into it. I didn't mind Eddie so much. Yeah. It's a very different portrayal than we got later on, but I didn't mind Eddie so much either. So yeah, I felt for for the most part it was it was pretty solid there. What about Richie? Uh, hmm. <laughs> I've Richie got a couple was, of things to say about Richie. <laughs> Richie was okay. Yeah. Um, but okay, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, he didn't exactly stand out. I got some carryover from my feelings from part one on Richie there too. Yeah. I think there are a number of really good sequences to start with to open the film. The one where um, they see Pennywise digging the graves. Yeah, at that the graveyard, cool. and he's just he just pops up out of the the last grave, and he said, "Doesn't he point something? One of them's already filled." Yeah, you can't have yeah, they can't have that one. It's already filled or something like that. It's already filled, and that was all about Stan and yep that sort of stuff. I really liked that. I think um, that sort Luke of points continues. Out. Sorry, I think I was just going to say quickly. I think that sort of continues in the in part one. I felt that some of the strongest Pennywise stuff was when they. Kind of just lingered on on Tim Curry, and that was another one of those. 
where they just show a shot of him sort of popping up and then they show that one that's kind of from a distance away and there's something unnerving about that like it puts you at the distance that someone might be actually standing away from them when they're observing it and just seeing Tim Curry kind of doing his thing from that perspective is really kind of creepy Yeah, and they do the same thing when Ben drives past in the taxi and it's just him by the side of the road and they just kind of let they just let Curry do his thing I think that's a, a big difference between the two it's as well, is that Curry, even though he, I guess he has no teeth because he he's not really allowed to do anything because it's the, the <laughs> nature of it being a miniseries. Yeah. But he's also got a, a constant threat of turning into a into the, the angry cat clown that's gonna rip your arm off. Mm. So I and I feel like the 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 more current one is more of a He's he's sort of dialed up. The notch is a lot a lot louder, a lot of the time, and it takes away, I guess, some of the uneasiness of him being there. But being able to turn at any moment and turn your fears into into your nightmares. Yeah, I mean, we'll get to that when we talk about them as as you know in comparison. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I would agree. They're but that's Curry's what I liked about Tim it. Curry, though. I like that he's sort of he's that smiley clown. I'm going to get to you later. Just wait for it. And I think that also buys into he can't he can't get them just yet. Like he's not able to get them just yet. We haven't. He hasn't broken them down yet. I'm, I've still got to got to break him down a little bit more before I can I can sink my teeth in. So I like that aspect of it. Hmm. Yeah. Luke pointed out a, a specific scene that I actually really loved, which was when Richie goes into the library. Mm-hmm. Yep. And all the balloons. Pennywise, and this is kind of why I like Tim Curry's version, is that he's telling jokes like a normal clown would, but then interspersed with him looking at him and going, leave now, and, you know, threatening him and all that type of stuff. And then the yeah. balloons start falling from the roof and popping in people's faces. Yeah. And, you know, everybody else is just kind of sitting there and copping it in the face, doesn't even know, you know, it's happened, whereas yeah. Richie can see them, the blood all over them. Yeah. I actually um, I just- I, I noted that one down as I didn't love it, Mainly because I, I I think it was it was actually I, I really enjoyed the scene, but I looked at it and I thought I wish they had done that in the new one as well. Yeah, because the thing that killed it was the effects of the blood and the actors that were flinching when the, the balloons were popping, <laughs> yeah. and that was supposed to as be. you would. <laughs> yeah, and that you know it, with could. modern with modern technology, they probably could have could have CGI'd done that without any flinching and some you know the blood dripping down people's faces without them noticing. Easily with CGI and and stuff like that, yeah. But yeah, Luke's Luke's spot on there. Like I, that definitely stood out to me because of Pennywise. And then he and kind because of finishes of that, up with those jokes, yeah. Like Prince Albert in a can and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and, and I, I actually I finished that really scene nice and I was in. like, I just sat there and I thought, fuck, I wish they had a redone that one because mm. that would have been killer. That was so good to get yeah. Richie in the mood for like he's still still in a bit of disbelief. He had for he's forgotten everything and he's still in a bit of disbelief at that point. Mm. It just shocks him into the reality of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's a really solid scene. I like that. I also I actually think this is one of the stronger scenes from any of them, and it's because I think it's kind of really low-key creepy, is when Bev goes to 
back to her old place and meets up with the uh, that lady, mm. Mrs. Kirsch. Mm. And for just for those for about a minute, it's kind of like the way they do it in the new movie, but they dial it up. At, yeah, they dial it 10. up big time in the new one. They dial it up for the next part of it, but the way she sort of. She slurps her tea and then she smiles with this mouthful of rotten teeth. And, Fuck. you know. Trust then, me, mate, there would not have to be a clown in my history to be scared of those fucking teeth. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, oh, fuck, what's going on here? Yeah. And then there's the blood in the teacup. Yeah. And then she knocks it over and that's where Mrs. Kirsch is down on the ground and she starts quietly telling you to leave town. Yeah. And I really, it's a really solid set piece. It really sort of, it's low key, but it's menacing enough. It doesn't actually have Pennywise in it, which is surprising. Mm. Um, I think she he comes out. Comes out the door at the once end. Once she runs out of the house. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a really nice touch, and I think they did a really good job with those type of sequences early on. That sort of covers one of the strengths that I did find this time around that I, I hadn't really seen on it. I think occasionally the streamlining does work, trying to pare it down to that 90 minutes. Essentially, it's split in, split in two 90-minute sections or close enough to. Mm. And I think some of the streamlining does work, and that's probably, probably an example of it. Mm. Yeah. And there's another sequence again. It's 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 Pennywise toying with each individual person, but the whole one where Ben starts sort of making out with Beverly and then looks up in the mirror and sees best Pennywise line of the movie clothes. Yeah, yeah. Best line of the whole thing. And then he and then he just looks at him and goes, "Kiss me, fat boy." <laughs> yeah, I burst out laughing when I yeah. saw that. That's memorable, right? I mean, it's just yeah, a nice, definitely. once again. And they bring it back later and he's like, you're real, you're real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, that's, just, that's I like a, that. I thought it was a really good a, touch. That's an example of where, you know, the second one doesn't, it, it uses the line and it just pales in comparison where mm. it tries to put it in. You know? Yeah. Yeah, surprisingly. Yeah, the, you know, the homage I mean, the gets lost one, to you. A little bit. I didn't have a lot else. Because things start to deteriorate after that for me, and yeah. a lot of the the second half of the movie is in the dislikes. Yep. Which is, it's, I feel a little bit sad saying that, because it's kind of like shitting on my childhood. Because this was something that I'd, you know, we'd grown up with, and it was really important to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it feels I think a bit like still that. There. But, you know, I think yeah. it's still there, but you know, you 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 can see what doesn't work about it, but I don't think it. You know, seeing all the things that you that you think don't work about it as a movie and as a as a story, I still think I still get some of those same feelings when you watch through it. You still get some of those same feelings and that that those memories when you watch parts of it. So it doesn't. It's it's one of those yeah, ones true. where I can watch it and it doesn't take away from the, that experience. It'll always be what it was in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I'll I do like I do like Eddie's speech where he's talking about how um, you guys are the are the only people I ever loved. Like, it's a bit sad, but it just, that's probably where you, you feel like the group's the most bonded. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought that was, that was a real positive part in the movie and enjoyed that. I did like that too. I actually had a couple more. Well, I'll just throw one in here from Luke. He actually, the restaurant. He was actually more, more of a fan of the restaurant sequence in this one. Ooh, good on you, Luke. It was a little bit more subtle for him. 
which yeah, I was I more probably f- agree with. And f- I was more a fan of the of of the the build up, the way that it took its time, getting them all sort of back together and whatnot. And then he snaps out of it. They snap out of yeah. Again, Richie snaps out of it, and he's like, "What are we doing here, guys?" Yeah, but yeah, I like hey, that a look, 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 just look, in look, the, the fortune also- cookies. Is- yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one of my favorite. He, he was more ever. of a fan of that, I think, in comparison to this, to chapter two, which again yeah. we'll get to. I thought, um, to me, because- not to, not to play my hand too early, but I thought once it got to the fortune cookies, both of them fucked it up. But <laughs> it, prior to that, yeah, I, I was I, a bit the same. I think I did side with the with the original on that. Where I felt like when they got to the restaurant, sort of meeting each other again and catching up. I just felt it a little bit more on the original. Yeah. Mm. Like that bond. Yeah, is like, well, they took more They're time. real friends because they can meet up after that many years and it's like old times. Yeah. Mm. It took more time. Um, yeah. That's one thing I'll say about Chapter 2 is that particular sequence just rushes through. Mm. Yeah, it does speak. Which I'm not really sure why, considering the movie's almost three hours fucking long. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah, what? Like, why would you rush that? <laughs> yeah. That's key. It is. You know, it seems a bit weird. And and look, just sort of to cover off on what on Luke's thoughts on the on the, the restaurant fortune cookie, I would agree with you, Jared. I, I think this is probably the better version, but neither of them work. Yeah. For me. Once it hits that This part, one's got yeah. bigger problems because of its budget. Like some of the effects look real cheesy. Oh, some of them. I mean, there was one that the the, the thing with kind of the nippers was a wind up toy. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking. Oh, well, you would have won that in the Canberra show. <laughs> would have broken that a week was later. Fucking terrible. <laughs> I like the eyeball. Yeah, absolutely terrible. Yeah, a couple of days in, the nippers falling off. The fucking thing doesn't roll anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you wind it up, then just break. <laughs> Yeah, so I wonder what, what else they'd did put you in have, Jack? Show bag. I want to know. That would have been good. I'd, I'd still buy an id show bag. I, yeah. I really dug the scene of Mike and Bill and the bike mm. with the cards. Yeah, sort of just riding and then yeah. cutting back with a similar shot of them when they were kids doing the same thing. And I felt that was a nice little bit of streamlining too. Just a little bit of a montage cutting back and forth between modern day and the old times. And again, it's something that's common to people like. I've had that experience where you go go to your parents' house or something and you stumble across an old toy you used to have or something. The old Transformers. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, I yeah. remember this thing. And you kind of, you know, it felt a bit like that. And again, Adam, as you, you know, we, we sort of mentioned with the streamlining, it's 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 a, a, a quick little way to get that sort of Bill's remembering things and to to start forming that bond again. So I was I was actually a big fan of that one. Yeah. Uh, they do a good job of changing the mood at the end there when the they see Pennywise on the cards and then it's like snap yeah. back to reality. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I thought that was pretty strong too. That I thought, yeah, I thought that was a nifty little way to to sort of do that. The Henry Bowers stuff. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say it's a like, but I felt like the way they used it and just going straight to Mike being the one to get stabbed. Far more yes. impactful because he was way more important. Um, so Absolutely. when he got st- 
stabbed, there was actually a threat that this whole thing was going to be tumbled down, like come tumbling down, because he was the one that had held the burden and held held them up for so long and was was willing everyone to go on. So him getting stabbed felt like a representation of this shit's falling apart, you know. Yeah. Like, so I felt that that worked better. And and, and I've got a real bone life. to pick the way with the way they did it in chapter two. Yeah, yeah. I think they fucked it up in chapter two. Yeah, and we'll. Uh, like, I'm sure we'll pick that to pieces. <laughs> yeah. Which was weird because watching part two and seeing how they did it, I was like, so why did you change this? Yeah. yeah. Why did you take, why did you go away from this? Why didn't you sort of pick from this for, for chapter two, you know? Yeah, and again, it was something that, that, that it was something they spent that extra time on and it just didn't yeah. didn't feel like it should have been spent there. I also didn't uh, – I liked a couple of little pieces, just a couple of small touches at the end before they go back into the sewers where they have that little part where they're sort of hugging it out and Bill's saying, you know, I'm not I'm not going. I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish this. And they have that little part where they're hugging it out, but they, again, they use a couple of flashbacks, which I think Chapter 2 kind of picked up on and probably did a little better, but, you know – they have a couple of flashbacks to their young selves and and sort of having similar moments. And the last one was the the paper boat coming out and sort of instigating the ending. Mm. I dug that yes. sort of sort of bringing it all back around to where it all Since started. Georgie. Yeah, and yeah. then setting the boat off again to go where they needed to go. I kind of like that. I like Stan's head in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd actually that was kind of cool. I'd sort of forgotten that part. Obviously, you know, with it happening in Chapter 2 as well, I was sort of, again, you know, I was aware of it, but I've forgotten what it was like in this yeah, one. Yeah, And I think it, it it was pretty cool too, how they just sort of, he gives everyone a bit of a serve yeah. and does what Pennywise does. Yeah, that's right. You can, he's just, uh, he's really effective. He, like, looks at everybody and he has yeah. a neck, but yeah. he's turning. And the big eyes, he's kind of glaring at everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was cool. I enjoyed that. So that's that sort of rounded off my uh, likes list. All right, well let's let's delve into the dislikes. Once again, I've got kind of overall problems. Yep. For the early going, look, it's it just feels cheap, and I I, I don't want to. It's unfair to compare it in a way because you're Money talking was, about absolutely. apples and oranges. Mm, yeah. You know, you're talking about $100 million on one hand and 15 for a total three-hour film on the other. Yeah. On television. So you're <laughs> being was total, by the fact that... Was chapter one and chapter two was total like 170 all up, wasn't it? The first one, was yeah. it 70? So or you're talking about totally different yeah. different dollars. And 30 different. years in between for inflation. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Adjust. Let's adjust the economics. Um, <laughs> and I just feel that that's unfair to do. But if we're being honest, it, it does look cheap. It, yeah. it does have a TV movie feel, and, and TV movies back then had that cheaper look to them. Yeah, I mean, you, um, in comparison to now, it's, you're spot on. It's hard to hold it against it. Yeah. But when you watch the two yeah. side by side, you can't not see the money. I heard I heard a story about the the spider. The, the director had the plan for it to be like a muscular reptilian looking thing. Mm. But when they reconstructed it, he hadn't seen it. He saw it a few hours before they were going to do the shoot, and uh, it ended up being what it was. And yeah. he was livid. Yeah. Uh, but Tommy. they didn't have any money and they didn't have any time, so it was just like that. Tommy, luck. you need to know weeks in advance that that thing looks like a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, yeah. You don't wait till a couple of hours out. That's right. No, it sucks. Yeah. 
I also heard something they said John Ritter had sort of when they told told him that it was going to be a spider that they were going to be facing off against, he was kind of surprised. He was kind of like, why wouldn't we deal with Tim Curry? Yeah. Like, why, why Which is we fair enough. Performance. Get rid of the spider, yeah. rewrite the script. Mm. And, it, and you've... Work with and what you have. What crap. are your strengths? Yeah. Why your can't his head you... turn into the deadlights or something like that? And then they've got to deal with yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. The bottom line is he's one of your strengths. So why do you not use him in the finale? He was done after his two weeks. You know, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Not only well, that, I had enough to, of this shit. To add to the effects and the and the look of it, there's a diabolical effort with a matte painting in there too that sticks out like like dog's balls. It's an absolute shocker. <laughs> when they look up at all the people in the webs. And there's like one or two yeah. of them that appear to be like effects, and then there's a matte painting behind it. It's just shocking. Like it, Ooh. it stands out. Uh, yeah, it, it all just kind of takes away the effect of it. So yeah, uh, Luke. Luke is not a big fan of Richard Thomas. <laughs> no, 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 no. He, he sort of Luke, Luke was kind of saying, look, he's not he's not really a hundred percent sure what it is. He's just it's ponytail. We all know it. it's the ponytail, Luke. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, Luke, I think you 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 missed it. It's right on top of his fucking head. He looks <laughs> look like a bloody idiot. I mean, he, seriously, he looked like you scraped that thing up off the road. <laughs> yeah, it's a shock. It, it was. It was really bad, and maybe I mean he didn't. I didn't really warm to him either. That's why I was saying I reckon it would have been better to have John Ritter as Bill. It's not like the the looks were all that matched up anyway. Mm. Yeah, it's only sort of a passing resemblance there. Like I, I just, I I was completely out on his performance. <laughs> I just couldn't cop it at all. I don't know what it was either. So there was a couple of instances where there was a little bit of kind of overacting, and a couple of where it was just like I just can't. I can't get that where they have that look of him. He's holding his face and he's having the flashback. I'm not sure if it's in the first part or the second part, but uh, it's it's very overacted. And yeah, <laughs> yes. There's a I couple of moments where he's kind of he he gets a bit of a scare. And he looks at the camera like, and it's just—I mean, shit. The, the director would have been happier with the performance of someone like you or I. I think he just <laughs> he would have just had to go with it. <laughs> like, we're fuck. We've only got fifteen million dollars. <laughs> we've got to speed through this. Like, it's just really bad. I don't know. I, I couldn't exactly pinpoint what it, what it was about it either. But I, I yeah, I'm in a grant. So I, I just didn't. And given that he's the biggest role of that group. Really, because it's sort of you know it, it all instigated by by his brother, and then it kind of finishes with him kind of forgiving himself, sort of. He's meant to be the leader of the group, as yeah. Well. And and yeah, I was I was completely out on that too. Yeah, agreed. We talked about this before, so I'm not going to go into it deeply. But the pace, the the pace of things once the losers' club have reassembled. And we've had those moments, a couple of moments. And interestingly enough, they go with those couple of moments of seeing Pennywise before they get to the restaurant. Is that not correct? Like, you know, Bev has hers with Mrs. Kirsch. That's before the restaurant. Yeah. Is that not right? Yeah. Yeah, and then... So, um, so there's a couple of moments yeah, there. They sort of the, get to that good stuff John Ritter's there. had that moment in the forest where he's seen his 
young self yep. getting caught. Doesn't do and anything Stan's about it. Stan's been in the... <laughs> sorry, Richie's been in the library. Yeah. You know, those moments are all up front. And so once the restaurant sequence is over, there's some real pacing issues. It's a bit of a slog. She's pretty boring through yeah. some of that. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 not, it's not very well paced, unfortunately. Yeah. Can I just, uh, you know, going back to actors, can I, can I just bring up Richie now? Because... <laughs> Here we go, yeah. I was not pleased up. with him either. You hate him. Oh, it's just, I didn't mind him. It's just uh, the performance, not so much, but this is one of the things that dates it really badly for me is the brand of humour that Richie is pulling out. <laughs> Is fucking atrocious. I mean, throwing Pennywise he's a, jokes. Well, he's a fucking he's a fucking waka waka off being Fozzie Bear. Like the gags are terrible. They're so bad, and it, it continues. It's like it's pretty constant. Every time he says something, it's trying to be trying to be funny. And there's that one where they're Groucho Marx. Yeah, there's that one where they're in the library and they're all slapping knees at his gags, and they're shocking. Like, he becomes so grating. I just, I just, yeah. I, um, I can't really give the actor a kicking for it. I just felt like it, it was nah. just a, And it, I, I felt the same thing about, about Seth Green in part one, is that mm. it wasn't so much that he was bad, it's just that the, the age of that being funny, was it ever funny? I mean, shit. Could we have survived the 60s if, and the 80s if, if that's what was being pulled out? I'll tell you what my favourite part of that is. He's been trotting out these shit-house jokes for 90 minutes and then right at the end we get this thing about how he, he got a movie oh, deal movie. with a bloke and it shows the sequence <laughs> and they're fucking hitting each other over the head with tennis rackets or something. I'm like, what He's wearing like an Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones hat and yeah. there's fucking feathers flying around. <laughs> <laughs> Get a run into bloody police court episode. Uh, <laughs> police Academy eighty seven. It was laughable. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I thought exactly the same thing. I was watching that thinking, no, no one's looking at that movie. That movie's not going to be a hit. No, That's not the happy ending that anybody wants. Is it? No, absolutely not. It's not exactly. It doesn't look like he's producing Blazing Saddles there. So I don't know. It's just, no, yeah. no. Look, Luke brought up something interesting that I wanted to sort of get to as well. It was another sequence that I, I really didn't like, N- not because of the idea wasn't okay. And, yeah, this is what Luke was saying. He was kind of saying that there's some really good ideas there, but they just don't – they're not delivered very mm. well on screen. Mm. So they then look – we point at them and go, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and the yeah. one he's talking about is the bloody fucking dog – Pennywise was a dog. The Doberman, yeah. <laughs> oh, the my pom-poms. God. Oh yeah. It looks terrible. I must actually. It, I must point out that yeah, the, the dog looks terrible, but the shot at Dean Koontz in that scene is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the is that guy's name is Koontz. Yeah, the, the security guard is called Koontz, and uh, oh, yeah. they say I think Bowers says Koontz is on the nice. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Dean Coots. Apparently that's in the book that. too. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> the mood is um, my least favourite. There's nothing more to take me out of the mood of being scared than Pennywise's The Moon. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it was so ridiculous. I, I was. I just pictured Gibbo rolling his eyes and going, what are we watching this shit for? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mate, let me tell you something. <laughs> 
Let me tell you something. Gibbo is still burning about the fact that he watched the entire thing <laughs> the last time <laughs> to watch it. Yeah. No, it's, he watched, um, I believe he watched both parts. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did. He's pretty dirty on that, I think. <laughs> I think so. Speaking about things that took you out of the movie, the little piece with, is it the producer? His name's Greco with Bill's wife. Oh, yeah. Talk about a hefty helping of ham, Adam. <laughs> yeah, that... <laughs> Christ. Yeah, he was bloody atrocious. It was. It was absolutely shocking. And the scene went for what? It but must have been about a minute and a half or two minutes or something. The whole time I was like, bloody hell, did we, like, did we need this? Audrey's a waste of time, full stop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well... Funnily enough, that's that's one of my dislikes too. Is even though she doesn't have a lot of involvement, it just seemed like five to ten minutes of stuff that we didn't need, mm. and it all coincides with the ending, which with the final bit with her and him on the bike, mm-hmm. which as Luke was saying. So, so you've seen the deadlights. You've fucking you're now catatonic. <laughs> so, well, you just get on the bike and ride down the hill, and she's she'll be good. Yeah, Is that, that works. Yeah, that's all that it needs. It just really comes across really poorly. Yeah, um, and her character in general is just an it's a non-event. <laughs> And we get a quick look at uh, we get a quick look at you know the classic sort of stunt man a couple of seconds of a stunt man that doesn't look like Bill <laughs> namely because he's got namely because he's got a decent haircut I think but it's sort of uh, it's uh, yeah I, I wasn't a huge fan of that one I kind of got what they were going for but I was just yeah and I, I actually kind of love another one that, you know they finish off and you see Bill and her hugging. And everyone surrounding them's giving them the angry fist in the air. <laughs> yeah, booping horns. And stuff. <laughs> Get off the road, you wankers. Uh, yeah. yeah, and cut your ponytail oh, off yeah. while you're at it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's uh, Look, it, it, it was it was probably slightly misguided that one. For me, we really need to get the, to the elephant in the room, and and this film's. Its finale is very, very weak. <laughs> yeah. Like, very weak. I it think seems it is, to be yeah. over within, what, a minute or two? Yeah. There it was, seems to be not much that they do. I think they speed through it because they know, as Maddie sort of said before, I think I think people knew that it wasn't up to up to scratch. There's not enough there well, to, to know, keep you interested. It's like... They needed to rewrite it and do something completely different. You know what I'm doing? If I walk on to set three hours before I'm about to shoot, I see that model of the bloody spider, which is shit house. I'm going, listen, get on the phone to Tim Curry and get him back down here. Mm. Get that shit out of my face. Yeah, yeah. Just go with And start working on using Pennywise. Yeah. I'm having Pennywise pop up on Richie's movie set and then fucking keeling over at the the side of the how unfucking unfunny the movie is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the it's just the least you know what funny it looked like, Jared? The Terence Hill and Bud Spencer picture. It's the it's the least it's the least scary sorry manifestation of of they've got this plodding spider when like a, a spider's not scary because it's twenty feet tall. It's scary because it's 
poisonous and moves fast and you don't know where it is and then they've yeah. got this this Goliath of a thing that they just like rip its heart out. Like I Yeah, I didn't like it. Mm. They could have come up with something yeah, much was, better. And it didn't um, it didn't really, add anything really doesn't add anything to the metaphor of what's going on in the story. No, that's what it I thought. It just kills like, everything. They kind of let that go a little bit. They're like spiders are scary. Let's put a spider in there. Mm. I don't know. Not to rip yeah. on Stephen King, who's obviously written better things <laughs> slate than I ever yeah. will. He's done a little bit of good work in yeah, his time. Yeah, yeah. We'll give yeah, him a Yeah, he's pass. done some good work in his time, both high and sober. Yeah. but <laughs> Struggling to get by, Adam. He probably could do with a couple of dollars off his <laughs> yeah. work. Taking act, well, acting. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad... I'm glad that I checked his IMDb page and noticed he had 15 fucking projects in current in current oh, development. 15, so he'll mate, be fine for money. Last time I checked, while it was 20, COVID's going on. Last time I checked, it was 27, and that was before <laughs> that was before two to three separate projects out of If It Bleeds were optioned. Yeah, well, I noticed If It Bleeds, is that's his latest yeah. group of books. Yeah, the, the short well, story. Three of the four have already been optioned. It's yeah. only just been released, for Christ's sake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well done. So, look, there's no denying that the book has problems in its finale. There's no denying that. Hmm. But the TV movie takes all the worst parts of that Condenses it into like a three minute sequence. <laughs> Not enough cosmic turtle some... for my liking. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> we needed some cosmic turtle. Like, you know, you're a cosmic when you're turtle at that. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would have copped the cosmic turtle ahead of the spider. Everyone watched the dailies and said, can we reshoot? Is there any room for the cosmic turtle in here somewhere? <laughs> No, they said, can we reshoot, get Tim Curry? Tim's not answering. <laughs> uh, Tim's is, gone. Is the Cosmic Turtle answering? <laughs> they, they, should have a, they should have gone a completely different route and met up with Egg Shen outside the Barrens, <laughs> taken him down. Yeah, that could have worked. A little too. bit of magic. I would have preferred that. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have any other major dislikes because... That finale is a real, real sticking point for me. I did not like it at all. Yeah, um, it's a shocker. And it actually really, at, up until that point, I was still fairly happy with what I'd seen. Yeah. But I was really fucking disappointed. When and that all plays out, I was just like, that's really just left a nasty taste in my mouth somewhat. <laughs> yeah, it's fair enough. Yeah. I think. I uh, mean, they didn't crap in me cereal, but <laughs> <laughs> they left one right next to me while I was eating breakfast. <laughs> yeah, fair call. I crapped had, on the table. I only had one other one that we didn't mention. Only very brief. It was just uh, other than my note that said the spider just doesn't hold up in any way. Um, <laughs> was the the I forgot to mention the jump scare. With the the guy asking for for change. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's gotta go down as one of the worst jump scares I've ever seen in my life. Mainly due to acting, I think, but it was it was so bad. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't all let it parties go involved in that were <laughs> deserve a kick up the ass. Yeah, oh. it was just shocking. Just leave it out. 
Now, Maddie, did you have any other dislikes? Ah, uh, no, just the just the middle and the ending. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Sixty minutes? Yeah, it's a fair bit of 60 it. Sixty minutes worth. <laughs> Yeah, 65 to 70 minutes of the film is pretty bad. <laughs> but otherwise, it was great. Uh, <laughs> all right, well, look, let's take another quick break and then we'll come back and we'll just have a bit of a chat about comparing the two parts and what our thoughts are. Take your pick. Billy Except for the one on the end. That's already taken. Sorry. We've just covered part two. We covered chapter two in a previous episode. Check that out if you want our thoughts. Now, Luke gave us his thoughts on this as well. He gave it three and a half out of five. He enjoyed it, but was disappointed with some of the aspects. He felt it was a bit. Hard. It was actually hard to top Chapter One's efforts, and it kind of doesn't quite get there. He felt there was a couple of plot points and some scenes that were a diminishing factor to the film. Um, it did have some good moments, but they were kind of there was more dislikes this time around. Now, I rewatched this, and I'm sure you guys both did as well. Mm-hmm. I, I re-listened to our episode. We needed to bump up our numbers, so... Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I've got better things to do. Uh. (laughs) you got other stuff to listen to, not that bullshit. (laughs) Yeah, I had three Um, to four other podcasts that were probably more worthy of my time. (laughs) Thanks for the plug. (laughs) But I gave it three and a half in the first... In the when we covered it, and I believe Gibbo and yourself both also gave three and a half. I still feel it's a three and a half. You know, there were things about it that I really, really liked, and I still enjoyed myself watching it. Um, there are more, and and I would agree with Luke. There are more dislikes to this one, and it doesn't hang as solidly as the first chapter. Mm. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you guys feel? Oh, if I was going to change my opinion, it would only be slightly. Like, I'd still, I'd still probably go for a three and a half, a three at worst. Yeah. Look, it's got some big issues, yeah. and there's parts of it that just, just, uh, yeah. Luke hit it, hit it on the head there. I just feel that the chapter one is is more solid from start to finish and doesn't have these gaps that are just a little bit flat, but. And I said it the first time around. I still finish it up and feel really satisfied with the the bond of the group and the friendship angle that that, that carried over from part one. And that's sort of what where I get the 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 points from, I guess. Mm. That and the the casting is just phenomenal. Yeah, the likenesses are uncanny. Yeah, I still can't get over James Ransone and the, and the kid that played Eddie. They are just like it's uncanny. <laughs> yeah. So I just yeah I think you do carry some some of that feeling over from from chapter one, but I just couldn't shake even this time with with the issues you know front and center. I still finished the movie and I was really satisfied. Look, I was I was so excited after seeing the the shorts the 
the trailer is one of the best. I was like, this is going to be a four and a half. Like the, it was that that the scene with Beverly and and uh, and what was going on there. And then you get to the movie and you see the naked lady stomping around. <laughs> it goes down. Yeah. It goes down. Yeah, the down. Shit out of me. <laughs> 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 Put some clothes on. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's there's some parts I really liked. I thought that I thought uh, sort of like you can pick out some really memorable parts of it. But I think, oh, like Luke said, I, I think there was some in it that dragged and bits in it that just became dislikes that sort of took away from, I guess, what makes it a movie and what what holds it together. So I, yeah. I, I was at a three when I watched it because I was. I think a big part of that was how excited I was based on the on the trailer. Hmm. I do apologise, Luke. He gave me a much more detailed pros and cons on part two, and, and I'll probably be paraphrasing some of it for for what I'm going to say here. We had similar sort of likes. There are a number of really great sequences hmm. in part in chapter two. For instance, the stuff under the bleachers, which is really creepy with the little girl. Yep. The Stuff in the funhouse is really solid. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that sequence. There are a number of really good set pieces, but I just, for me personally, there are two big problems for me. The the, the adults never quite seem as as tight. We don't get mm. that great sort of feeling of friendship and the summer of our lives and all that awesome stuff that was in the first one right. when they were kids. It's because they spend that big chunk in the middle focusing on them being apart. Yeah, which exactly. to me is what they all get separated. I, get why I, get, I kind of get why they did that because they they had forgotten everything and they were still a little bit tentative about knowing each other, if you know what I mean, mm. which I I understood that, but it just it just wasn't as... I don't know, I just didn't get the same kind of vibe that I got they, from Chapter 1. They do such a good job in the first movie of setting up that theme of Derry being an evil place and it's and it just ties in so well with, I guess, some of the systemic things that are wrong with society that we're sort of being, like, being forced to pay attention to at the moment. And the second one, they just mm. forget all about that. Mm. And it's the only part that really puts that out there for me is the start, the Adrian Mellon yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like that still yeah. watching that was was really unsettling because yeah. it's sort of those kids represent, you know, kids that as you said, we've seen in society that just have no hope. And this is this is where they end, you know, they they're in dairy and that's they're never gonna they're just part of that evil kind of ingrained sort of stuff and mm. and then Tying that into the bit with Pennywise at the end, which is one of the few parts in this movie where he's actually kind of creepy. Yeah, it's subtle. bobbing in and out and seeing him, and then yeah. chewing on an arm. Yeah, <laughs> that that um, I feel kind of similar. That's where it is really hit home, and then it sort of drifts away from that a little bit. Mm. Yeah, and my other big problem, and and again, I don't want to. We don't want to turn this into sort of another review of part two of yeah. chapter two. I'd like to actually look at the two together and just get our sense on that. But the humour, although some of it is really good, you know, I got a lot of laughs out of Bill Hader. Yep. But there are just moments where it is used in the absolute 100% wrong place. Yeah. A couple of spots where um, it just shouldn't be there. And that's the one. I'll, that's what I was talking about, wanting to give a, giving a kicking to the um, 
Bowers situation. Yeah. Where he attacks Eddie in the bathroom. Yep. Mm. It's shocking. Like, it's not... They try and go for, for laughs. It's not funny. It's not relevant because he then attacks Mike in the in the library like, yeah. about five if, minutes later. So if, why did we even have it? It feels like a classic case of trying to surprise the people that knew the original material and saying, oh, you thought he was going to go for Mike. Well, here he is, and he's got Eddie. And then it just... It, it, it's pointless. Yeah. It didn't work for me at all. Yeah. And just there was another couple of comedic moments, and Luke brings up one that I... I'm still baffled by why it was in there, and I don't know if you guys can shed some light on it, where the um, leper guy yaks in <laughs> Eddie's face yep. to the sounds of Angel of the Morning for, like, what, two seconds? I'm just like, what yeah. is this? I did kind of look. When I saw that, I did kind of chuckle briefly, but then, yeah, it was one to two seconds, and then... It turned into laughing because this this is silly. Like, yeah. It yeah. shouldn't be there. Why even it have was, that? And it just and especially considering that was one of the best parts of the movie, where he's choking him out. It was something different, and Eddie yeah. sits digging up for himself for once in his life. And then it, that's the that's the exit. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little bit odd. It was. I think they were All going right. for something stylistically. They were trying to do. Do something that probably it wasn't necessary to do at that point. Mm. No. All right. Well, look. Let's let's the go 80s away from vibe or something. <laughs> looking at part two or chapter two, and let's just look at the two side by side as a bit of a comparison. Look, it's, it, I said it before. It's kind of apples and oranges. Part two is just is hampered by the censorship for television, the money involved, the quality of the acting, apart from Tim Curry, as opposed to a movie that's got $100 million worth of budget, can use Pennywise in all sorts of ways because of the CGI. Mm. So he can be a spider with Pennywise's body on him. Yeah, I, I didn't like that, And that worked far though. better. I didn't like that. But it the... worked far better for me. Yeah, I can understand. I I just, I don't like the spider. I just felt like, yeah, well, the thing for me was if you were going to use the spider, I preferred it with Pennywise on top because that's what scared it for the rest of the, scared us for the rest of the movie. Yeah. So if you, yeah. if you were adamant on going for the spider, well, a spider with Penny, Pennywise's sort of upper body yeah. was, a, was a reasonable kind of meet halfway for me. So <laughs> I just yeah. find it silly. I'm like, a spider's. Scary by itself. Why does he need to have his head? Yeah. How attached is he to the clown? It sort of it sort of comes back to what you said before. <laughs> could we have looked at something different? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, could we have? If it uh, wanted to make its mark, that was where it was going to do it. Well, I mean, I think we can all agree it was much scarier in part one when they went mm. down to the to the sewer and it was the clown. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't have to be the the, the spider. Like, There's that scene where they're all holding hands and he's in everyone's ear. Yeah, yeah. It's I I I don't know. You, you know, they they obviously wanted to ramp it up from doing the same thing that they did in part one, mm. and what would scare a kid wouldn't necessarily be the same th- the same thing that scares an adult. But in some ways, it is. It yeah. is that kind of yeah. that the story is that you can't shake some of the stuff from your childhood. That you can't shake the same fears and the same insecurities that were there. They still kind of linger. So 
I don't know. Could they have could they have kept it a little bit more, you know, similar to to what it was? But in in the comparison, I mean, it's it, it doesn't even. Yeah, it, it's you can't even. They do it do it next to each other. Better, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you can't. The only thing for me, this is a personal opinion, that is better about the the original the 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 miniseries is Tim Curry. I just. Prefer Pennywise to be that, like, human who then just kind of changes into sort of rage and stuff like that. I'm not knocking Skarsgård's performance and I'm not knocking the version of it in the new ones. It's a different type of Mm. it. But it's more of a supernatural entity, whereas Tim Curry feels like the clown next door who suddenly can rip your arm off. Yeah, mm. uh, it's a bit more conscious. And I just he's that. not he's not desperate to get the kid so he can have his feed or so he can take him back to the lair. He's uh he's setting you up for the kill that's the uh you don't realize he's every man and he's going to set you up for that kill. Yeah, that well, you don't I'm, expect. I'm in the min- minority. I've come around to Skarsgård. I, I like his better. Um, and that's not to say I don't like Tim Curry's. I think Tim Curry is is classic, and it always will be. But I personally, Skarsgård has become my my preferred version of it. Um, I think I I'm a little bit more from the perspective of the kids, like seeing as you were saying, you you kind of like it from the perspective of Pennywise, you know, and how he's kind of operating. I kind of like looking at it from the kids' perspective and seeing this thing that is somewhat. That you could see getting your attention as oh it's a, it's a clown, but is always when you look at it there is always something off, <laughs> slightly off. That's his and even eye. if it's just the eye, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. There's parts the parts where he does kind of try to look like the happy clown. Yeah. You look at the really pointed teeth and the eyes slightly off. The bits a bit of drool. And yeah, little bits of drool. And I'm kind of like. That's that sort of would you know you could see like the little girl under the bleachers yeah. she's a little bit tentative yeah. but then he does get her with the little happy clown yeah and it's sort of I, I, he's I sort of reeling dig it from, he's reeling with yeah the- I sort of dig it from that perspective and I think he does again benefit from from he gets a couple of scenes where they get to use the CGI and use things like the, him moving quickly and and being able to set up where the balloons are really nicely and and using yeah. the effects that yeah. way so yeah it, it, that's not to put down Tim Curry. I think what Tim Curry did was fantastic, but I'm just thinking of Woodchopper, the giant Woodchopper. I hated that. I really didn't like it. <laughs> I think that was in the book too, wasn't it? The Paul Bunyan. The I can't remember. Paul Bunyan, yeah, yeah. yeah I I didn't dig it. Did you like it? I could, for me, uh, I thought it was all right. It was interesting, yeah. but I, don't, I wasn't that into it. Yeah. For me, if you wanna, if you wanna, if you're new to the to it, you can't go past the new movie. Yeah. Because they, they're, they're, there's much more length, so there's more to cover. The special effects are far more advanced, so you're getting the things that Stephen King had actually put in the book mm. are getting seen, and it's probably more faith. It's much more faithful yeah. to the book. Yeah. You know, barring a cosmic turtle or two, <laughs> they get pretty close to it. <laughs> it gets pretty close to what King had. Yeah. And the, the one thing it gets right. Is the whole idea of friendships die? Yeah. You know, we go away, we leave this place after putting it to bed. We go away and we we'll we'll lose touch. And mm. the book 
I mean, I remember tearing up at the end of the book because he's just got this whole thing about how, you know, friendships die and, and we lose the people that we've been close to in this particular situation. They they go away and then we forget each other, you know, we ring occasionally and then we slowly forget. Yeah. And the the movies get that right, or as close as you can get to it. Tell you what, mate, that, that, the, that the last couple of weeks, that cold, shriveled heart of yours is coming back to life. You're tearing up left, right, and right. It's like the My Grinch. My heart's beating like a jackhammer, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I cannot be 100% sure that the tears weren't because of that, the pros or just the fact that I've finished fucking 1,150 pages. <laughs> yeah, you were broken down mentally. You're a broken man. <laughs> Um, Look, do you guys feel the same way? Like, I mean, I I just feel you just can't. You can't say, listen, go back and watch the 1990 version. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just yeah, feel the second half just of that not, I never want to see again. I'm, I'm, if you if you had to pick one, it's it's I think it's got to be the movies for mine. Yeah. In terms of what you know, what you were saying about the book and 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 getting a bit more depth of what's in the book and being more faithful, I agree. I think that's 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 something that's in the in in the movie's corner. But the one thing I will say on that is the ritual, bringing the ritual in, I know it was kind of a little bit, you know, there was fans that were really happy that they were going to be doing that, but then it it meant nothing Mm. in the movie. Like it didn't work. Because it didn't work. So it's sort of... And it made Mike look like a a jerk. Yeah, Mike got treated like he, he... in. That that was the one thing I felt in the in the miniseries the the, the ca- character that stood out as being better was Mike. Yeah, he was a beacon of of, of niceness. And, yeah, he played his role. Yeah, and, yeah that's right. And it's, in in the in the movies, they took that kind of role of the historian away from him in part one, and they gave it to Ben. And looking back, I kind of feel like that the reason is to kind of tie in with that interest in architecture because he talks about the sewers and the plans and mm. all that sort of stuff. But I felt like you still give Mike the historian angle like they did in the series where they show him doing the speech on, on the history of the place. Mm. But then even in part two, they give him that back. But as you said, he, he looks like a jerk the way that he yeah. he, he makes it happen. And I, I just feel like that undercuts what it's about that these people still had that bond from their childhood and that he's that beacon that, that, that brings it back together and they kind of form that bond again, it, it sort of, you know, he it undercuts it a little bit. I think, yeah, yeah I, I agree. agree. I agree. I thought they definitely took a lot away from that character. Yeah. I the same with Ben, actually. The, the new Ben, they just picked this chiseled guy, but he'd lost all of the charm that, of the, the kid version of himself. Well, he's very good looking, though. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not denying that, but I'm just saying that uh, he, he just looked like he'd been in the gym and hadn't had a conversation the whole time that they'd been apart. And look, honestly, they kind of rushed that too. Yeah. Yeah. The relationship I just thought he lost some depth. I really liked the kid version. He, like, he had all the knowledge and was interested and researched and uh, I think they took a lot away. when the, With the adult version, he was just like, I just want to be with Bev, and yeah, and was, I think that's all he turned into. The was the potential love interest that we need to have in there to make this a yeah, a hit, you know. And I think Chapter One did that 
maybe it's a product of that is that chapter one did that sort of so well with that the scene outside the school where he's on his bike and talking about what he's listening to and it was kind of really sweet but then they also gave him that time to bond with the group as well and so yeah I see what you're saying there for sure yeah you know what I think they could potentially have even cut back on the cut the flashbacks out potentially because I actually remember there being more flashbacks mm. But there's actually not that many in Chapter 2. Like, it's not a great deal of screen time yeah. that the young kids get. And maybe we needed to take a fresh approach and say, well, we need to to flesh out these adult characters better. Yeah. Because that's what was missing in Part 2 of the miniseries. They weren't really fleshed out. Bill Hader is the, the MVP. Yeah. He's, he's great. Like, I really, really liked him and I thought his <laughs> performance was fantastic. And I really liked him and um, what was the name of Eddie, the older version of Eddie? James Ransone. Yeah, him and James Ransone are really good together. I thought they were, they were the best part of that pair. But you've got someone like Jessica Chastain and you really don't give her much to do. Mm. Yeah, she was pretty useless in that. They could have spent a little bit more time in the whole Ben, Bill, Bev situation. Yeah, it feels they like don't. they. I think it feels like they purpose. sort of mistake three hours for character development when they didn't mm. spend the time doing that. Like the the an example for me would be the the fairground scene in the yeah. the fun house. I really like that visually, but I watched it this time and I thought that's just bloat because that kid didn't even yeah. really need to be there. Yeah. And it just—it was just an excuse to drag him to the fair. So yeah, he could have the kid. Yeah, and the kid—you know—him talking to the kid and reaching into the drain. That, that, that stuff just didn't—I didn't feel like that needed to be there. Not necessarily suggesting any ways that they could have done it, but I just felt they should have done something other than just send them on their separate ways to find this little token. So. Yeah, agreed. Brutal kill, though. Yeah, it was. Oh, visually, it's a cracker. Him just banging his head yeah. on the glass is like, whoa, <laughs> settle down, son. <laughs> Look, I think to put a sort of a pin on it, I will always watch the miniseries once in a while because it holds a very um, nostalgic part mm. of my childhood. So yep. I will always watch it, even though it looks a bit ordinary. It's the same reason I like carry more than you guys because I, I think I. That was my introduction to the genre. And, mm. Yeah, totally. And, and and I think those films or those things always have a place. Um, no matter how dated or how old they get, it's there. It's 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 always been a part of your life. And, yeah, I look at something, you know, like Jaws, for instance. That's another thing that's always going to be there. I'm, I'm very glad that Jaws is a, still a fantastic movie upon rewatch. Unfortunately, it is not at that level or it's not a great piece of TV but it'll always get me there but I would I would much prefer to watch the, the two movies mm. just from a quality perspective yeah agreed I mean same as you I'm glad we've got the choice and that we've experienced it twice in two different ways you know there's always I, I enjoy seeing different people's takes on the material and you know, as I mentioned before, I really do love both versions of Pennywise. You know, if we weren't making a little conversation out of this, you wouldn't have to pick one or, one of the other. But if that was the choice, you're going to go for the movies. Mm. Yeah. All right. 
that is it, part two, wrapped up. Big thanks to Luke. Mate, I apologise for not being able to sort of provide more of your thoughts on part two. You had a re- you had some really good pros and cons there, and I, I think, you know, a lot of us would probably be of the exact same mind. But, again, mate, thank you very much for providing your thoughts on both of these. Um, always good to have you involved. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, and Podomatic. Uh, you can send us an email at thrillme at iinet.net.au. We're on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia, Podomatic at thrillme.podomatic.com, and at Instagram at thrillmepodcastau. Now, next episode, I believe I put forward two different films. I said Speed 2 or Lethal Weapon 2, and one <laughs> one person of this threesome replied with, I haven't seen Lethal Weapon. Jared. Jared. Yeah, I've been busy, and mate. had things to do. It was met was met with a fair amount of ridicule. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, we're going to have to go with Speed Two. Yeah, I thought, you which know. I recently found out has four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, uh, can't wait. Classic Adam pick. Yeah, <laughs> just so you know, Adam, I, I, I know you mentioned to Maddie when when you found out he hadn't watched Lethal Weapon, you said, you know. What have you been doing with your time? I would suggest spending it productively. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, doing something. Yeah, uh, I think so. There's cheese to be grated in the milk bar, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, there was pizzas to make. Those <laughs> people weren't going to feed themselves. <laughs> That's right. Pizzas needed to be topped. But... I'm going to put it to you this way. When I heard you hadn't seen Lethal Weapon, I rubbed my hands together because I knew I was going to see Speed 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. So I, it worked in my favour. I haven't seen Speed 2 either, so I've got to get on that too. I think we're, we're thinking oh, alike here, Adam. I, my immediate thought was, oh, no, and then I thought, gee, it's been a while since I watched it. Like, There's a little <laughs> bit of excitement there. <laughs> That will be immediately extinguished within the first five minutes, I can tell yeah. you. As you put it, I think someone will be shitting in our cereal by that, <laughs> by that one. Yeah. It'll be 90% shit and 10% worth of cereal. couple of oats sprinkled on top. Exactly. All right. That is it for this episode. Keep an eye on the Facebook page and obviously... Um, Keep a lookout for our next episode. But until then, take it easy and we'll catch up with everyone later. Cheers. Find the podcast at Podomatic or on iTunes. Don't forget to rate and review. Like us on Facebook at Thrill Me Podcast Australia or contact us at Thrill Me, all one word, all lowercase, at iinet.net.au.